Why must Americans walk the tightrope of life without a safety net? Republicans are about to seize control of the U.S. House of Representatives, where the Constitution says all legislation must originate. And the result won't be difficult to predict. This spring will be the 20th anniversary of my radio program. During that entire time, I've run a contest for anybody who can name even one single piece of legislation that was authored by Republicans, principally co-sponsored by Republicans, passed Congress with a Republican majority, signed by a Republican president, and benefited average working people or the poor more than it did the GOP's donor class. Outside of a few feeble attempts, Outside of a feeble attempt bill to regulate spam callers during the first Bush administration, nobody has ever won the autographed book prize. The greed embraced by Republican politicians and the billionaires and CEOs who fund them is why average Americans can't have nice things. Every developed country in the world has some variation on a free or low-cost national health care system and free or subsidized higher education. In most developed countries, homelessness is not a crisis, Nobody goes bankrupt because somebody in their family got sick. And jobs pay well enough and have union pensions so people can retire after 30 or 40 years in the workforce and live comfortably for the rest of their lives. But not in America. Republican politicians have fought tooth and nail for generations to prevent any of those things from happening here. Which raises the question, why? Why do Republican politicians promote hateful messages and cruel politics? Why are Republican-run states, the real shithole countries, uh, parts, excuse me, of the U.S. with the highest rates of poverty, violence, death, disease, and illiteracy? What motivates these Republican politicians to say they're for the little guy when the only policies they pursue are to cut taxes on the rich, gut unions, destroy public schools, and ship jobs overseas? It's not about ideology. Republicans don't hate Social Security and Medicare, for example, because they're afraid that those programs are going to somehow turn America into a socialist country. They hate those programs because they're paid for with tax dollars, and greedy Republicans hate to pay their fair share of taxes. It's not about racism, although it often appears that way. The reason Republicans work so hard to keep black and brown people down is because they subscribe to a weird economic theory that requires an underclass who do most of the hard work for very little money. Thus, morbidly rich Republican donors, being part of the overclass, can reap the benefits of increased corporate profits while keeping their taxes low so they can stuff the extra cash into their money bins. If their use of racist language and Confederate iconography brings in a few more low-IQ white voters, that's just icing on the cake. They can use the racist yahoos to get themselves reelected, so giant corporations can continue to stuff their super PACs with lobbyist cash they can use for their own retirement. It's not about charity, although they love to say that the housing and health care needs of poor people should be taken care of through private philanthropy instead of government. What they're saying is that they don't want to pay their fair share of taxes to maintain a healthy society and that by cutting government support for poor and working-class people, as Anand Giridharadas documents so well, those average people, those very a- average Americans will become more dependent on the noble philanthropists among the billionaire class and less bonded to their own nation's government. It's not about Christianity, although they're constantly invoking Jesus for everything from pushing the death penalty on women who want to get an abortion to giving bigots the legal right to discriminate against gay, lesbian, and trans people. Jesus never once mentioned abortion and decried bigotry. 
but they regularly ignore and even flout his teachings in the Sermon on the Mount and his warnings on, in Matthew 25. They protect multimillionaire evangelists' tax-free status, and the preachers repay them by preaching politics from the pulpit. It's not about saving Americans from the pandemic or concern for public health. Trump used the Defense Production Act, for example, to force mostly brown and black meat packers back to work, not to keep Americans safe. As long as the factories are humming and the stock market is rising, a few hundred thousand dead Americans are just collateral damage. It's not about conservatism. They're not interested in slowly or cautiously improving society or conserving anything other than the balances in their own checking accounts. They like to use the word conservative, but they've rendered it meaningless at best and code for racist at worst. It's not about making the world a better place. Republican politicians deny climate change, deregulate industries that poison our air and water, and do everything they can to screw working people out of unions, good wages, and decent benefits. They're totally down with pesticides that are killing our pollinators while they poison our atmosphere with their carbon emissions, all just to make a buck. It's not about having a better educated electorate or populace. They've spent decades trying to destroy our public school, our pu public education system that was, in the 1960s, the envy of the world. When they did away with free and low-cost college education during the Reagan years, they kicked off almost $2 trillion worth of student debt, which is preventing people from starting families, opening small businesses, or even buying their first house. But it sure is profitable for Republican donor bankers. It isn't about culture. They do a good old boy NASCAR duck dynasty routine to bring in the rubes, but there's no way Donald Trump would ever invite the average Republican voter with a giant flag and a pickup truck to any of his golf clubs. Nor would Ted Cruz want a vacation with one of them or their families in Cancun. It's not about gun violence. As long as their investments in weapon manufacturers are profitable and the problem of gun violence is limited to poor and working class Americans, Republicans don't give a rat's ass about gun safety. Although they're happy to use guns as a wedge issue to bring in male voters who are insecure about their own masculinity. It's not about protecting our children. The main through story of the GOP attacks on queer people is that they're coming for your kids. If Republican politicians actually cared about our kids, they'd do something about America being the only country in the world where gun violence is the leading cause of childhood death. Republican politicians know that pedophiles are that most pedophiles are straight men, but attacking defenseless minorities has been the cheap trick of craven demagogues from the eras of crusades, pogroms, and witch burnings to this day. It's not about immigrants taking jobs from working-class Americans. After reforming our immigration laws in 1986, Ronald Reagan stopped enforcing the laws against wealthy white employers hiring people who are here without documentation even though those employers were and are committing a crime by hiring undocumented workers. As a result, entire industries like construction and meatpacking that once provided good union jobs have been de-unionized. Their former American citizen union employees are replaced by low-wage workers without documentation. And when the spotlight gets shined on those industries, Republicans are more than happy to put poor, hard-working brown people in jail, but there's no way they're ever going to go after the wealthy white employers. The Trump administration, for example, kicked off the midterm election year of 2018 by raiding over 97 11 stores, hauling off undocumented brown people for the cameras they invited for the arrests. Not a single employer went to jail, although they were the ones who initiated the crime. Republican politicians don't give a damn about your job, particularly when they can find somebody else to do it cheaper. 
It's not about putting America or Americans first. It's about forcing Americans to walk the tightrope of life without a safety net, all to help the morbidly rich get richer. Reagan and Bush the Elder negotiated NAFTA and revived the General Agreement on Tariffs and Trade, the GATT, so business could offshore entire factories. Since the Reagan administration instituted neoliberalism in 1981, over 60,000 factories have left America, along with at least 15 million jobs. Donald Trump's rewrite of NAFTA even gave American companies a huge new tax break if they'd moved their factories from America to Mexico. At the end of the day, all Republican politicians care about is money. Greed is their principal animating force and what binds them to their morbidly rich donors. It doesn't matter to Republican politicians how many Americans die unnecessarily, how many of our fellow citizens struggle in misery and poverty, how many children's growth is stunted or bodies and brains are poisoned by industrial and mining waste being poured into our air and rivers. As long as the money keeps rolling in and the GOP's billionaire patrons keep paying less than 3% income taxes, greed is all Republican politicians care about or are willing to fight for.